Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Dear Former In-Laws. This is your host, N.R. Georgette Inwick. How are you doing? You doing okay? I'm doing okay. <laughs> Welcome back. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the silent treatment. I had never experienced silent treatment in my life until I was going through the divorce. That's what I remember. And it was when the attorney that I, one of the attorneys that I spoke to, who recognized I didn't have the money for my divorce, said, you should go back and talk to your ex-husband and go talk to your ex-husband to, quote unquote, excuse me, I'm being so unprofessional right now, to, quote unquote, beg him to resolve this amicably outside of court. When I got there, I was talking to him and I was literally trying to have a conversation with him and he left. And he was not trying to talk to me as he was walking away. It was so painful. But I kind of knew we were, in hindsight, we were in the middle of what was about to be a a contentious divorce. So I knew that um, it made sense. Well, what did not make sense to me was a couple of weeks ago, I was around someone who's supposed to be a friend of mine. And I will not, for the life of me, remember or understand what I could have possibly done done. But in real time, this grown man decided it would be a good idea to give me the silent treatment. I had to Google this concept up to see if that was if that is what I was experiencing. And sure enough, this grown man, because of his inability to communicate effectively in a way that shows concern and love and care decided it would be a good idea in front of his child to give me the silent treatment. This is someone who I have loved dearly as a friend, as a sister, who have rooted so deeply for the person. I thought to myself, if I have gone through that, surely this must be a thing. And don't you the fuck know it. According to medicalnewstoday.com, the silent treatment is a refusal to communicate verbally with another person. People who use the silent treatment may even refuse to acknowledge the presence of other person, of the other person. And that is exactly what was happening while we were having breakfast, and then I had to look back and I recognized there are so many instances where this immature being used this method of not communicating, to shut down, to punish me for something that I said or didn't say because of their inability to communicate. I recognize, you know what? This is what they do. And looking back at conversations that this person said that they were having in the past with other people, they use this way of not communicating to spy people. But when you care about someone, like I do in my case, I was thinking, oh no, there must be something that I've done But there's no excuse. There is no reason for that. But then I started doing a little bit of research and then people started to tell me that, oh yeah, it's very common that they've been with people. And I'm not even talking about just platonic friendships like I'm talking about in this particular instance, but they have been with people as far as being married to people, 
even having their parents be this way or their lovers or people that they wanted to date who were abusive to them, meaning that those people were using the silent treatment to inflict hurt to the other person by ignoring them. So upon further research, I realized or found out, I should say, that it is literally a form of abuse. What? What? So you mean to tell me, my mind was so blown, you guys. You mean to tell me I was sitting here with who was supposed to be my brother, God forbid, who was supposed to be my brother, my friend, and I might have done something that that person thought was offensive and they didn't have the balls to communicate that with me? Despite all the love, you mean to tell me that there are people in this world who you love immensely. You deal with them on a regular basis. You could wrong them so much so that they can't even have the courage to tell you that you've hurt their feelings or you said something that they thought was inappropriate, but instead would want to treat you in a hostile manner by not talking to you. If that is not a form of gaslighting, I don't know what the fuck is. And I should have known that this winner was a gaslighter in hindsight. When I extended some kindness, as I am apt to do, to this person, and all they could do was deflect. So what I'm saying is I found out that there's a pattern with these type of people. And the reason I'm bringing this out is that you don't recognize that you have been, that you're being treated poorly by someone who is gaslighting you or someone who is giving you the silent treatment because you are not calling it that. I quickly recognized when I was sitting there having breakfast that this was a familiar feeling. We had once traveled a good six-hour trip together once and I was being given the silent treatment and this person didn't have the courage to even be truthful about it. They literally lied about it. And it once the person was a liar, and this person always has a saying, and they say, when someone shows you who they are the first time, believe it. I don't know why I chose to not acknowledge that this lack of courage man didn't have the courage to tell me the truth about something that I might have done to hurt their feelings and decided not to talk to me on a whole six-hour trip and when confronted with the truth, chose to lie about it, the ultimate gaslighting. How many times are you not telling yourself the truth about what you're experiencing? To give someone the silent treatment is very hurtful because the psychology behind it is that you are leaving the person wondering, what did I do? Right? What did I do? What did I do? What can I fix? Because nobody wants to hurt. Some- Listen, I know how to hurt people on purpose. But when you care about someone, it's normal for you to want to talk to them. If, if they're unhappy about something or they're frustrated, you want to fix it because you care. But when a person's self esteem is small, when a person has low self esteem or lacks reverence for the relationship that you have or has a need to, control, then that's their position. They want to execute emotional abuse as a way to exert control over your behavior. What a joke. It's manipulation, right? So someone that's keeping you, excluding you, 
Let's let's say you go out with a, a group and then the person begins to talk to everybody else, but is not in, engaging you. What childishness is that? But imagine, like I, I think to myself, what if my father did that to me? Because I was talking to a young man the other day and he said that throughout his life, he's had to deal with a father who, or his parents, both of his parents were the type of people who gave him the silent treatment. We are social people. We don't want to be ostracized or we don't want to feel excluded. But you know what? There are people who do those things on purpose. And here, a lot of times what happens is that you would be trying to resolve the issue. You know, you'll try to calmly express how you feel. But if a person is committed to mediocrity, there's nothing that you can do. It is, it is, it is their way of expressing themselves. They don't have the skills to do better. And oftentimes, if you are being honest, they've never communicated well with other people. So in my particular case, I'm thinking to myself, how disingenuous of me to think that this person will ever get to a point where they could be honest and clear with me if they couldn't even do that in their regular life. Yet I'm a space for vulnerability. These type of people sabotage every relationship they have with other people. So you have got to be careful to make sure that you're not suffering around those people. What are you supposed to do? There's nothing harmless about somebody giving you the silent treatment. They're trying to control what you can tell them, what you can't tell them when it's convenient for them. They're trying to clip your wings. There's not a single person who is out here making a mark in the world who gives people the silent treatment. It is oftentimes going to come from people who have no purpose, who will never amount to someone who the world wants to hear about. It is the pettiest form of being. This type of people are unloving and incapable of being loving. So as a result, they can never be loved. And that's the point that that I'm trying to bring up. They don't believe that you are truly a space of love for them. And I hope that every single person who engages in silent treatment, who knows how damaging that they are, and not to someone like me, but to other people, to perhaps their own loved ones, goes goes to get help. I was disgusted to find out how common it was. Now, in hindsight, I think I did have a boss who was a weirdo. And I think to myself, imagine if this person is, if a person is going to be treating you like that as a friend, they will also treat their colleagues like that. They will also treat their subordinates like that. Then what do you do? What would you do if you're working for someone like that? You are meant, you will now find out that they will do petty things. And you know what? They oftentimes do. They will be proud to announce how petty they are. And if a petty, and if a person is telling you how petty they are to other people, you best believe that they will be the same way to you. The silent treatment is an unkind way to treat people. So the question becomes, how do you respond? I find that in coaching many women, now I recognize that that's what that thing is called. It's called the Silent treatment, but I didn't recognize it at the time. So when a person is in a relationship with someone who is giving them the silent treatment, it's a form of abuse. It can cause people to do things that they don't regret. And if, especially if you don't know that you're being treated poorly, or that I shouldn't say that, if you didn't know that you are being treated with the silent treatment, you will start talking to the people, asking questions, trying to 
find out if they're hurting and you're looking for a way out. And you, you could, I mean, you might find yourself asking them, well, you know, I am, I noticed that you're not talking to me. Is there anything you want me to understand? But if you're dealing with someone who has a fragile ego, they will never give you the satisfaction. You could do a few things. You could wait till it blows over. When I was forced to have breakfast with the person who was practically ignoring me over breakfast, I was in a group, so I was forced to deal with that. But you can wait for it to blow over, right? I don't think that trying to find a solution is always going to be helpful because if a person is hell-bent on being unkind, they'll never, they'll never acknowledge that that's what they were doing. And that's what my experience was with this individual. Those kind of people are using it as a way to ignore you. They'll avoid eye contact. It's the pettiest thing. They'll avoid, avoid your calls or they'll avoid talking to you in front of other people. They will make you feel like they're ignoring you in front of people. They will just, this is just a way of them trying to shut you up. So when the person is doing that, sometimes the best thing to do is let them stew in their mediocrity. Let them stay there. There's not much that you can do for the person who is not working on themselves. But if you're in a position to not engage with those people, do so. This, to me, is a sign of a person who never fully developed in many areas of their life. And I wish that those kind of people will stay indoors, stay away from other normal human people because they are soulless people. You don't become that way with one area of your life. You will affect other areas of your life. People you work with, people that, you're, that are your kids, people that are your parents. You are unkind because you're unconscious. Or if you are conscious, you're being unkind. Those type of people are disgusting. I'm proud of myself for recognizing that, but I, my heart broke to find out that there's so many people. There's so many people who deal with people like that. Those kind of people who are afraid of confronting people, they know it's an emotional abusive situation. It's damaging to your health because it's damaging to your health because you are wondering, what did I do? Not my black ass. I know I didn't do anything. I know I'm kind to the person. I know I'm a space for communicating. But I, I get concerned because there are people who have to contend with, with people like that. It is unfortunate. And if you are someone who's dealing, who has dealt with someone like that, be it a parent, a, a lover, your, your boss, a friend, a sibling, you might want to do, to, you might want to get some help because it's never okay. It is literally a form of abuse. It's literally a form of abuse. I do apologize on behalf of humanity for people who have to deal with someone like that. I would really want you to consider professional therapy. Take care of yourself. You have to establish your own boundaries and some people are not in a position where they are able to do so. You know, do your best to avoid reacting to the to the silent treatment. A lot of it is, is baseless. It's not your fault. Try to not find yourself blaming yourself for it. Get the help you want. And if you can help it, get out of that situation. I am on Instagram at Dear Former In-Laws. Thank you so much for listening. I am sharing these stories with you and doing the best that I can to share my personal stories with you. Remember, I'm not a guru, but I definitely appreciate you listening to me. And remember what I always say, it is up to you 
to make it a great day. Thank you for listening.